and we thank God for you. We ask God to bless you. We pray that you're being blessed and that you feel the love of God and the, and the love of your sisters and brothers. And uh, first of all, we are so proud of our TLC Kids Care children who graduated this week. Pastor Tracy, would you stand up, please? This is the reason we have a number one school in Volusia County because of Tracy Mercer and these beautiful teachers, Sandy. So we thank you and we bless you. And uh, also, also, we have some good news, don't we? The director also received a perfect inspection of the school from ACSI. That's awesome. Now, that's good. <laughs> Because there's a lot of safety and liability problems that, that she looks over and watches over. So, uh, great job, Pastor Tracy. Great job. And um, do we have that picture of Tyler and Nathan? Pastor Louie, you want to say something about that? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, hallelujah. So on the left is the groundbreaking for the preschool building, and uh, and so uh, they're there, and you can see there's quite a change from uh, <laughs> where they are there to where they are here. Hallelujah! And so uh, we just wanted to bless them. We wanted to honor them as they have been faithful. I know that uh, uh, Nathan and his family is not here today. They generally travel. Many many people travel on this weekend. And are out, so God bless them. But uh, Tyler is here, and uh, Tyler, yeah, hey, Tyler, yeah, Tyler's going to the military, right? Yeah, yeah. Tyler will. We don't know the exact date. It's June six or June thirteen, but things always change with military orders. So he'll be uh, he'll be leaving for Paris Island here very very shortly. We're going to the Marine Corps, so we're very proud of him. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hey, Tyler. We're proud of you, buddy. All right. Amen. Thank you. Uh, I just want to thank those who came for Enoch prayer last Thursday night. You know, we really need to have prayer more than ever before for Volusia County, for America, and for the world, actually, and for Israel. So thank you for coming out. And this morning, we were so blessed. You already mentioned this. Yeah. Spring Davison, that was excellent. And you missed it. (laughs) It was so good. Now, next Sunday, uh, our Sunday Bible class at 9.30 a.m., Maggie is going to be teaching again, right? Okay, good. And also next Sunday is Communion Sunday. So prepare your heart to come and celebrate the Lord's Supper. And we honor today and remember those who have fought bravely to give us the freedom we have in America. If you have someone in your family or a friend who served and passed, please stand up on behalf of them. Linda, is Linda here today? There she is. Your brother was killed in Afghanistan, right? Look at this. This is awesome. Oh, I got chill bumps. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we thank you for those who have passed, who served so bravely and gave their lives that we could freely worship today and speak the name of Jesus freely. God, we are so, so thankful. Just take a moment and just thank God. Thank you for them, Lord. Amen. And now it's time for tithes and offerings. This is also part of our worship. 
All righty. So, Father God, we thank you that uh, you have given us so much. We can't even thank you enough. As Spring talked about this morning, thank you for letting me wash the dishes. <laughs> thank you for letting me go to work and have a job. Thank you for my beautiful spouse, Tynesha. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for so many things. And so today we give our tithes and offerings with a cheerful heart. Amen. Pastor Louie. Hallelujah. Happy birthday, Larry. Thank you. Larry, is today today your birthday? birthday? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Larry and Louie. Happy birthday to you. Isn't today my birthday? Thank you. Oh, that was yesterday? Oh. You see? You see, I'm so old. I... I've already forgotten. <laughs> yeah, what day it is, right? <laughs> yeah, it won't be long now. Yeah, when you... it won't be long now. Yeah, hallelujah. It won't be long now. Hey, I'm going to be talking today out of the book of Amos. Now, if you don't know where Amos is, it's right next to Obadiah. So just flip to Obadiah and go back to the left. Or you can go really close to the end of the Old Testament and go back a few pages. Or another thing you can do, because it won't be long now. Another thing you could do is you could... Make sure to get you a Bible app on your phone. We've talked about this a couple times. And what you can do with that is that Bible app will do a couple of things for you. Actually, many things for you. Is that it will will go where you can search a Bible pretty easily and clearly. Number two, you can search keywords and follow along. And number three, if you end up getting bored in the sermon, you can pretend like you're looking at your phone. And then every now and then just spit out an amen while you're checking whatever you might be checking. Then, you know, it's just the truth. It's just the truth. Yeah. It won't be long now. Amos 9, and I'm going to just talk about a couple of verses this morning to uh, wet your whistle on what God has got in store for you. And I want you to know that God has got some good stuff in store for you. You know, things seem to happen so fast these days. I mean, one thing after another, after another, and after another. The pandemic and the many different variants and viruses and strains that sprout up overnight. And it seems like they cross the globe It just at any moment. I mean, it happens fast. Countries get invaded. Needlessly, people get hurt. Some people can't see that it's wrong. Others obviously can see it, but it just happens so fast. 
Inflation and skyrocketing prices seem out of control with no end. You know, when the prices go up, they don't seem to ever go back down. And they happen so fast, so quick. The stock market up and down, mostly down right now. It'll scare you to death if you're older and you forget when your birthday is. (laughs) And you're invested in the market for retirement. It'll just scare you to death because it just happens so fast. Fires and droughts in one area of the nation and rain and floods and hurricanes in another. And if you haven't paid attention, if you haven't been watching, the hurricane predictions for this year are very high. Prepare yourself. Get ready. It won't be long. Children senselessly slaughtered in schools. What is going on? What is happening to us? So fast is the path to destruction mentioned in the book of Amos, but it won't be long until God's blessings pour out so much on us. So much on us. So I'm going to take a look at Amos, read a few scriptures, the speaking about the nation of Israel. But I want you to know that what is spoken to the nation of Israel through Jesus Christ is spoken to us. The same promises and the blessings, the same line of the nation of Israel through Abraham, Jacob, Isaac, all the way through to David, to Jesus, they're they're ours. Those are ours. And I want you to know that, that it won't be long now. Amos 9 through 9, 13 through 15. Now there's a couple of different versions that do this. So it's a short, it's a short verse. So I'm going to show you a couple of different translations that I think you'll really like. Amos 9.13 in the message, it says this. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. That's God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing, fast on the heels of the other. Are you seeing that now? It's just happening so fast. One thing is happening after another, after another, after another. It says you won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. But listen to this. And everywhere you look, blessings. This is something that Spring talked about this morning. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. I'll make everything right again for my people, Israel. They'll rebuild, rebuild in their ruined cities. They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work their gardens and they'll eat fresh vegetables. And I'll plant them. I'll plant them in their own land. They'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God says so. Now we've got to choose whether we're going to believe this in our head or not. We've got to decide whether this is for us or this is for someone else. Because the prophet is saying, this is for the nation Israel. We are heirs, joint heirs through Jesus Christ of this nationality. It won't be long now. It won't be long now. Listen to what the new King James has to say. This takes a little different twist on it. Behold, 
the days are coming, says the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper. I'm going to come back to this. And the treader of grapes, him who sows the seed. The mountains shall drip with sweet wine. And this part is talking about how fast it's going to happen, how fast it's going to happen. I'm telling you, it's going to happen fast. I'll bring back the captives of my people Israel, and they shall build the waste cities and inhabit them. And they shall plant vineyards and drink wine from them. And they shall also make gardens and eat fruit from them. I'll plant them in their land, and no longer shall they be pulled up from the land I have given them, says the Lord your God. You see, he's got a time for us coming. We've got to be ready for it. We've got to have the right mindset for it. We've got to have the right bent for it. We've got to have the right actions ready for it. We need to expect that these blessings are going to start coming upon us. He said it won't be long now. It won't be long now. And if you don't believe that, if you have the, I'm telling you, it's funny how the Holy Spirit works. If you've got the mentality, like was taught this morning, and we don't share what we're teaching each other. But if you don't have the mentality, if you have a mentality for depression and, and bad, and it's just going to inhabit you. Yeah. And it'll overcome you. And if you have the mind for blessings, no, I'm going to be blessed. No, I'm going to, I expect this to happen. My wife pulls up. It's the craziest thing you've ever heard of. She'll pull up somewhere. There'll be 10,000 people at the ocean center. And she'll say, we, we got a spot right up front. <laughs> Man, come on. But she expects it. And most of the time, she gets it. Now, would you rather get blessings eight or nine out of ten times? Or just say, yeah, I'm going to park across the street. There's no parking there. However, we came too late. It ain't going to work. No. Behold, the days are coming. And Romans 5, 20 and 21, I want you to see how this works. The Ten Commandments were given so that all could see the extent of their failure to obey God's laws. The book of James says, remember, if you fail in one piece, you fail in all of them. And so the Ten Commandments were given to show us our ability to fail to obey God's law. But the more we see our sinfulness, the more we see God's abounding grace forgiving us. Before sin ruled over all men and brought them to death, but now, you see, there's a contrast. But now, God's kindness rules instead, giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. You see, our biggest blessing is in Christ. And when uh, Pastor Ramona said, raise your hand if you're a Christian, and everybody's raising their hand, you see, those blessings you have, you've acknowledged it. Yeah, I believe in, I believe in Christ. And you've got legal right standing in that. And he wants to bless you. He wants to make sure that you get what you need. But Galatians 6, 7 says this, and I want to put this on his, on his, on his head for you. Galatians 6, 7. Don't be misled. Remember, you can't ignore God and get away with it. A man always reap. Just the kind of crop he sows. You see, this is preached with negative connotation. If we sow bad seed, you're going to get a bad product. I think everybody knows that. 
No farmer goes out and buys a bushel of bad seed to sow. And if we go out intentionally sow bad seed, we're going to get a bad result. But what if you say, I'm going to sow good seed. I'm going to sow blessings. And when I sow blessings, I'm going to get blessings. If you sow bad seed, you're going to get... Don't be misled. Remember, you can't ignore God and get away with it. A man will always reap just the kind of crop he sows. So then do this. Change your mindset so that I'm only going to sow good seed. I'm only going to speak good things. I'm only going to believe good things. I'm only going to do good things. Get into that flow. If you get into that flow where I'm only going to do good, I'm not going to do bad. I'm not going to go over here or over here. I'm going to keep my eyes on the prize. Listen to Romans 6.22 in the NIV. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. You're free from sin through Christ. And the benefits that you reap, you see, Christ sowed them. Christ sowed the benefits for us. He sowed them, and now we reap them. Christ didn't sow bad seed. He sowed good seed. He is the seed. He sows it for us, and it leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. Just understand this. Just know this. It won't be long now. It's God's decree. Amos 9, 13 in the message, and then in the King James. I've got them there beside each other. Things will happen so fast, your head will swim. You've seen it. You've seen it on the bad side. And our human nature doesn't really allow us just to see it on the good side. Man, we're going to be blessed so quick. We're going to be blessed. So You've got to have a mind shift. Your mindset has got to be on blessings. Are there penalties for sin? Yes, absolutely. I was uh, reading a book one time, and the man in the book, and I believe it was Dale Morley, but I'm not exactly sure, man in the mirror, he was, he was sharing that he was driving down the road, and he was talking about the connection between sin and results. And so he's driving down the road, he says in his book, and it just tickled me to death, not that I've ever done this, but he's driving down the road, and he sees a beautiful woman jogging. And he sets his eyes on it while he's driving. And as he's driving, and then he's driving, and then he hits a car in front of him. <laughs> and so, again, not that I've ever done this, but he, his eyes were off. It wasn't like he just went choop, choop. But he kept it on, and he said that was a reminder to him the results of disobedience, the results of sin. And uh, he said he drove a different way then. It'll happen so fast. You see, it's happened, that, that happened so fast. God wants blessings for us to happen so fast. The plowman will overtake the reaper. Have you ever been to Hastings, Florida? Oh, my goodness, you need to go up 
US 1 and turn left where the sign says Hastings and go out. And it just opens up with cabbage and potato fields. If you want to see how the plowman will overtake the reaper, they, they plow the fields, they plant the potato plants. It takes months for them to come up. And then they harvest them or they reap them. It's going to be so fast that as they're plowing in the field, they're going to catch up to the sower. They're going to catch up to the reaper. They're going to overtake them. And Amos 9.13 says, The treader of grapes to him who sows a seed. We had a grapevine at our house. It was phenomenal. And that grapevine took years to grow. Years. And we took the grapes off. We harvested them. We ate them at the house. They were wonderful. We never made any wine with them. I don't think they were the right kind of grapes. I don't know, but we never made any wine with them. But the treader of the grapes is going to surpass those who sows the seed. You see, you've got to be a vessel that's ready for some, for some new wine. The scriptures talk about putting new wine in old wineskins. The old wineskins, they're dried up. They're brittle. May have a hole in them. They've been used a lot. And when you put new wine in an old wineskin, it bursts it. God wants us to be able to receive new wine. That's going to ferment. It's going to grow. It's going to push. It's going to flow. And it's going to flow in us and through us new wine. He's got a new thing for us, and it won't be long. 9.13 says, The mountains will drip with sweet wine, and all the hills shall flow with it. He's talking about in the desert. And it says that they shall build the waste cities and inhabit them. And they shall plant vineyards and drink wine from them. And they'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. What God has got for us in these short verses in the book of Amos is a blessing. I want to draw you a picture of the blessing that God has for this. Matthew nine seventeen. Neither do people pour new wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins will burst, the wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. No. They pour new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved. Are you ready to be a new wineskin? Are you ready to change your mentality of having new wine come into you so receive the blessings of God so that you can understand what they are so that if you're so old, then you can only take so much because it's going to burst you if you put too much in. God wants you to have a new wineskin in you. He wants you to have a new th- way of thinking, a new mentality. It won't be long. It won't be long. It won't be long. 914, it says, I make everything right again for my people Israel. In the New King James, it says, I will bring back the captives. 
Have you been wronged? God wants to make everything right again for you. He, he wants you to be made right. Not be made wrong. He wants you to be blessed. Not to be cursed. He wants you to have dominion. Listen to Genesis one twenty six, And God said, let us make man in our own image after our likeness. And let them have dominion. You see, we lost dominion through Adam's sin. We've regained dominion through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Give us dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth. Every creeping thing and everything that creeps on the earth. He wants us to have dominion. I want to go to Deuteronomy 28 for just a moment. If you have your phone app or your Bible, or you're pretending like you do, Deuteronomy 28. Listen. Verse 1. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on the earth. Yes, every nation. All these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You'll be blessed in the city. And you'll be blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed and the crops of your land and the young of your livestock. The calves of your herd and the lambs of your flocks. Your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. You'll be blessed when you come in and you'll be blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rose up against you, those who have hurt you, those who have persecuted you, those who don't think you can make it, those who think you don't deserve it, those who think, no, you can't do this, no, that's a crazy way to believe. Those enemies who rose up against you will be defeated before you. Those enemies in your mind, they'll be defeated. They'll come at you from one direction, and they'll flee from you in seven. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. Is there something that you've been thinking about putting your hand to? Here it is in a bad economic time. Gas is high. Food is high. Everything's going wrong. The news is just terrible. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord will bless you in the land he has given you. God's got a land for you. And it's a land for you to understand where you are, who you are, and what is in store for you. Listen to Psalm 1. Blessed is the one. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked or stand in the way of the sinners Take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaves do not wither. Whatever they do prospers. 
Amos says this, I'll plant them and I'll plant them in their own land. They'll never again be uprooted from what I've given them. God wants to root you in blessings. Are you ready? See, in the midst of trouble, when you've got kids all around you yelling and screaming, when you've got dishes piled up 10 feet high, when you can't pay your bills because your air conditioner went out, in the midst of trouble, be ready. It, it won't be long. It will not be long. You know, it rains the hardest just before you get out of the storm. I don't know if you've ever thought about that. It comes harder and harder and harder. And then all of a sudden, it's gone. It, it comes light. And then that rain comes more and more and more and louder. And just at the very end, it stops and goes away. You see, it won't be long. When you think you can't be restored from what's happened in your life, no, I, I don't deserve that. No, I, I feel bad about what I did. Confess it and get it behind you. It won't be long. Be ready. Let me ask you this question. Are you ready? Are you ready for the blessings that God has got for you? We've got to, in our mind, understand that things like this that are going on just this week, just this month, just this year, just these last two years, if you look back a couple of years, it's not like it's a great years of blessing that are just flowing all over the place. There's been some challenges. Get ready. Get ready. It rains the hardest just before it stops. Get ready. And the reason you can rest in that is to know this. Amos 9.15. God, your God says so. Says the Lord, your God. God has got blessings for all of us. And as we're in a troubled time, as we're trying to push through, we need to stop, drop, and pray. We need to pay attention to what God is speaking and saying to us. And we need to be expectant in our mind. Are you ready for God's blessings? Yeah. I want to speak them over you right now. I want to, I want to pray. Father, I thank you today that just a few lines in the book of Amos that we can look at and see what it is that you would have for us to do to be blessed. And Father, that your promise, it won't be long now, is that your promise is that we're going to be blessed. That you're going to have us in the places that were destroyed, we're going to rebuild. Father, that we're going to get blessings so quickly that we overtake those who are harvesting. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. And right now for those here and those listening, take into you Jesus Christ and his word. Take it into you and begin to expect, begin to look for the blessings that the Lord has for you because it will not be long now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. We're going to have a song, and we're going to enjoy ourselves a little bit.